Good morning to Radha Kalachandri Dam. Good morning to all the assembled devotees. Today is Friday. Let's see, April the 12th. Ah, already we're going into a quarter of the year. The year's going by so fast. We're reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 12, Chapter 8, Text, well, the very beginning of Chapter 8. And we'll just do a short version of Jairada Madhava. Jairada Madhava Kunjavihari Jairada Madhava Kunjavihari Jairada Madhava Kunjavihari Jairada Madhava Kunjabihari Jaya Gopi Janavalaba Kiriradari Jaya Gopi Janavalaba Kiriradari Jaya Gopi Janavalaba Kiriradari Jaya Gopi Janavalaba Kirivarada Yamuna Tira Vanachari Yamuna Tira Vanachari Yamuna Tira Vanachari Yamuna Tira Vanachari Jairadam Madhava Kunjabihari Jairadam Madhava Kunjabihari Jayagopi Janavalava Kirivaradari Jayagopi Janavalava Kirivaradari Yashoda Nandana Brajajaranjanan Yashoda Nandana Brajajaranjanan Yashoda Nandana Brajajaranjanan Yashoda Nandana Brajajaranjanan Yamunatira Vanachari Yamunatira Vanachari Yamunatira Vanachari Yamunatira Vanachari Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, 
hare 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 rama hare rama ram ram hare hare jay radha kalachanji radha kalachanji radhe 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 jay jay jagannath 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 jay jay jagannath jay jay baladev 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 jay jay baladev jay jay subhadra 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 jay jay subhadra Jaya Jaya Gonitai 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 Jaya Jaya Gonitai Nitai Goro Hari Bol Hari Bol Hari Bol Nitai Goro Hari Bol Nitai Goro Hari Bol Hari Bol Hari bol nitai goro hari bol Jai Shri Shri Radhakala Chanji Ki Jai So we're reading from chapter 8 of the 12th canto and its title Markandeya's Markandeya's prayers to Narayana Rishi Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya bhagavate vasudevaya Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya Om bhagavate vasudevaya Om gnyanatmarandasya gananjanan chalakaya chakshon militam yena tashmay shri guruve namaha This chapter describes how Markandeya Rishi performed austerities defeated by his potency Cupid and all his associates and offered prayers to Lord Sri Hari in his form of Narayana Sri Sanaka was confused about the extraordinarily long life span of Sri Markandeya who had taken birth in Sanaka's own dynasty yet who had moved about alone in the ocean of devastation millions of years 
previously and seen a wonderful young child lying upon a banyan leaf. It seemed to Sanaka that Markande had lived through two days of Brahma, and he asked Sri Sutta Goswami to explain this. Sutta Goswami replied that the sage, Markandeya, after receiving the purificatory ritual of Brahminical initiation from his father, had fixed himself in the vow of lifelong celibacy. He then worshipped the Supreme Lord Hari for six lifetimes of Manu. In the seventh Manvantara, Lord Indra sent Kamadev, Cupid, and his associates to interrupt the sages' austerities. But Mark and Dea Risi defeated them by the potency generated from his penance. Then, to show mercy to Mark and Dea, Lord Sri Hari appeared before him in the form of Naranarayana. Sri Mark and Dea prostrated himself in obeisance and then worshipped the lords by offering them comfortable seats, water for washing their feet, and other respectful presentations. He then prayed, O Almighty Lord, you bring to life the vital air of all creatures, And you also protect the three worlds, vanquish distress and award liberation. You never allow those who have taken shelter of you to be defeated by any kind of misery. Attaining your lotus feet is the only auspicious goal for the conditioned souls. And service to you fulfills all their desires. Your pastimes enacted in the mode of goodness can award everyone salvation from material life. Therefore, those who are intelligent worship your personal form of pure goodness named Sri Narayana along with Nara, who represents your unalloyed devotee. The living entity bewildered by illusion can directly understand you if he receives the knowledge presented in the Vedas and promulgated by you the spiritual master of the entire universe. Even great thinkers like Brahma are simply bewildered when they try to understand your identity by struggling on the path of Sankhya Yoga. You yourself manifest the proponents of Sankhya and other philosophies, and thus your true personal identity remains hidden beneath the designative covering of the jiva soul. Offer my homage to you, the Mahapurusha. Going on to text one. Text 1, Sri Bhagavan Yuvacha Sutta Jiva Charam Sada Vada Nova Tamvara Tamasya Pare Brahmatam Niranam Tva Paradasana. 
Shisanaka Yuvacha Sutta Jiva Chiramsadovada Novadatamvara Damasyapare Brahmatam Niranam Twaparadashana Shri Sanoka Uvacha Sutta Jiva Chiram Sado Vada Novada Tamvara Tamasyapare Brahmatam Niranam Twaparadasana Word for word Shri Sanoka Yuvacha Shri Sanaka said Sutta O Sutta Goswami Jiva may you live Chiram for a long time Sado O Saint Vada, please speak na to us. Vadatam of speakers. Vara, O you who are the best. Tamasi in darkness. Apare, unbounded. Brahmatam, who are wondering. Niranam, for men. Tuam, you. Paradarsana, the seer of the opposite shore. And the translation is here. Shrisanaka said, O Sutta, may you live a long life, O saintly one. Best of speakers, please continue speaking to us. Indeed, only you can show men the path out of ignorance in which they are wandering. Again, translation, Sanaka, Shrisanaka said, O Sutta, May you live a long life, O saintly one, best of the speakers. Please continue speaking to us. Indeed, only you can show men the path out of ignorance in which they are wandering. And purport is, according to Srila Jiva Goswami, the sages saw that Sutta Goswami was about to end his narration of Srimad Bhagavatam. And thus they urged him to first tell the story of Markande Risi. This is rather uh, tempting and challenging sometimes when you're starting up a chapter and you're starting at the beginning because at the very beginning everything is laid out, uh, but it's concise and to the point. And it's nectar. It is absolute nectar. And reading text one, you can imagine that the sages are almost hanging on by a thread, listening to every word of Sutta Goswami. And the very fact that it appears that he's about to end, it's like they're not going to have it. They want to hear more, especially about this Risi, this sage, Markandeya, who is from the family line of Sutta Goswami. Uh, an exceptional, very exceptional sage. And it made me familiarize myself all over again with Avatars, Narayana. Um, there are six types of avatars, and I'm sure, I'm sure, so many gurus have come in and so many learn it. Uh, seniors, 
senior devotees have explained this. And you know how you hear something over and over again to the point where you don't hear it at all? Well, I'm glad. Adipo, Adikishna, Adikishna. I'm glad that I have the opportunity again to familiarize myself with the different avatars. And it's like all of a sudden it hits you and you understand just a bit more. But the six types are you have the Leela avatar, which Naranarayana is considered a Leela avatar. And a Leela avatar is a pastime, is uh, an avatar that experiences or goes through the pastimes of Lord Krishna. Uh, Purusha avatar, cosmic, um, the cosmic life of the human race, uh, such as um, Gabodakasaye. Uh, the third is the Guna avatar, and those are avatars that cover the three modes, goodness, passion, ignorance. And in that case, you would consider Vishnu uh, covering the Guna of uh, the goodness. The Yuga avatar uh appears in various yugs like Kali Yug, Lord Chaitanya. The golden avatar, as he was described, uh, appeared in the uh in the last yug in the last yug. Shakti Avatar are empowered incarnations, such as mm, let's say Narayana. Narayana was empowered with devotional service and he was committed to it. Also, just a little brief description not in Narayana. Narayana is a partial expansion of the Lord and Nara is an expansion of Narayana. Sometimes they call them twins, but that's that's not the main point. The point is you have an individual and going through the shlokas, I don't ever recall them mentioning anyone that stood out so much like uh, Risi Markandeya. He lived two days or the equivalent of two days of Brahma. And day of Brahma um, is 12 hours. It's equal to 4 billion, I think it's 325 million uh, years. And that's uh, equivalent to 1,000 cycles of all the yugs. Satya, Treta, Dwarpa, and Kali. Like 1,000 cycles of that. And Markandeya lived two of those. And the reason why he did was because he received a boon. Now, the chapter will go into in depth into how it actually transpired. But the point is, here's a devotee who is so committed, having an opportunity to have whatever he wanted after performing, no doubt, some serious austerities, committed himself to devotion of the Lord. That is how important it was to him. And to let you know that your devotion does not go to waste. 
Every one of us has a individual relationship with our devotion to Krishna. And as usual, Krishna does not miss anything. He sees you. He hears you. He knows what you'll say even before you say it. And when um, when I was coming up in the Baptist church, I remember them saying that the Lord knows the count of every hair on your head. Who knows that? So you know this is uh, you know the supreme personality of Godhead is pretty unique, and you would kind of imagine that. Or you see, Marshkandeya had some potencies. Now, as I said, based on his potencies. Um, he was able to live a specific number of years. In Sutta, a Sanaka, Sanaka is listening, as I, as we said earlier, to Sutta Goswami talking to the sages. I believe it's at Namasranya. And he hears that he's about to end it. And he speaks of this very special, very special sage. And as I said, because going through the scriptures, to my knowledge, I don't ever recall them bringing out this point of a sage living so long. Sanaka wanted, he approached um, Sutta Goswami, and he asked him to continue. And actually, at this point, is where we stop. And it's like it leaves you hanging. It's like, okay, so what happens after that? But then if I go into it, then it goes into the next text and the text after that. And I decided, should I just relish this and enjoy it and take it from the next person that's going to do class? And I I meditated on it and I thought, no. You won't. You're going to go as far as text one takes you. Um, again, the um, the one thing that I always like to talk about, even if the scriptures don't directly pinpoint it, is that there's something very special that is brought up at the beginning of the text that warms the heart and it solid well actually it's solace for the heart and there was a book there is a book solace for the heart in difficult times and i take this statement as solace for the heart in difficult times and it describes how Krishna feels about his devotee. And this is how it is, um, this is how it is given to us. And from very, very brief experience, from the little experiences that, that I've had, I can actually tell you it's true for the little bit that I've experienced in this short amount of life that I've had. It's nothing compared to the years that they had. Um, in the uh, earlier use, but this is the statement that captures your heart and makes you think if you're really intelligent or you're trying to 
be as intelligent as possible about the scriptures and understanding it and your relationship with Krishna. Attaining your lotus feet is the only auspicious goal for the conditioned souls. And service to you fulfills all their desires. Your pastimes enacted in the mode of goodness can award everyone salvation from material life. Also, the prayer that um, Mark and Dea prayed, in addition, was, O Almighty Lord, you bring to life the vital air of all creatures, and you also protect the three worlds, you vanquish stress, and award liberation. Here's the really nice one I like. You never allow those who have taken shelter of you to be defeated. By any kind of misery. So that took me in a different direction because I thought, you know, as a devotee, it is not easy to be a devotee which is probably one of the many reasons why in Kali Yuga you were sometimes challenged to find a devotee even a new devotee this Krishna consciousness this God consciousness is extremely special it's a relationship like no other It's a relationship with the Lord where you learn who you really are when you learn that your main purpose is to serve through devotional service and that is the only way back to the Lord. But we have so many different challenges when we do devotional service because it means at some point you have to surrender to someone or something. Or you have to serve someone or something. And most of us have a hang-up with being told you have to serve this particular aspect of life or that particular person. But when you drop your guard and you lose the false ego and you connect with the true ego, you who are the soul, you don't mind serving the Lord through devotional service. You don't mind serving the servant of the servant of the servant. Because when you do that, this relationship with the Lord grants you so much mercy that no matter what you go through, no matter what your challenge is, no matter where it comes from, you have the mood of Mother Kunti 
when she's experiencing all of these, oh my gosh, all of these challenges, losing family members, sons, so many calamities. But the point in which she has association of the Lord and, she, and the Lord appears, she is so pleased with that union, that association that she says, if all of these issues have to come again and again for me to experience this, and I'm um, abbreviating it, but if all of these experiences have to come for me to experience this mercy, this love from you, then let it come again and again. Because initially when we have challenges, sometimes it knocks the air out of us. Sometimes it knocks us off our feet. And, and what to say of any illnesses? It's like, why am I in this body? And most people tend to blame the Lord or somebody. And especially if they're having a really difficult time, they got to blame someone. You, you can't blame anyone. Where we are right now is where we're supposed to be because we put ourselves in that particular position. And I'm saying that from your previous lifetime, you're a culmination of what took place previously. But devotees are special. When they take diksha, when they take association, when they take a spiritual master who connects them to the Lord, whatever you did in your previous lifetime, whatever uh, punishment, such a poor word, but whatever it is that you need to go through, it's minimized because guru has taken you and through the parampara system, Krishna has you. Krishna has always had us. And I go back to the point that it is not an easy task to be a devotee. If you go to any of the doms, you will find such a mixture of so many different cultures. And that alone is confusing. Everyone has their own particular culture and their own particular lifestyle according to that culture. And sometimes the biggest job is just getting through the communication of different cultures, of understanding what is specific or what is what is really specific to a particular culture, what is their behavior. And the nice about nice part about Krishna consciousness is that it takes everything into consideration and you have Instructions on how one should live, regardless of what your culture is in this material body. There is a standard of how we treat each other. There is a standard of how we serve each other. There is a standard from birth of the material body until the end of the material body. Make no mistake. If you're feeling like things are a little off track, you're probably doing something wrong. You probably are not honoring the scriptures properly. And any time that we have a speaker 
especially, well, all the speakers are very knowledgeable in directing you to the scriptures, but um, the Maharajas that come in are always stating, read Srila Prabhupada's books. If everyone else is doing everything possible that's wrong, you still have no excuse. Read Prabhupada's books. Everything. Fortunately, everybody isn't doing everything wrong. Let me clear that up. But read Srila Prabhupada's books. And then we're fortunate enough to have Srila Prabhupada's disciples translate or reflect. Let's say reflect on his books. Read the books. When we're not reading enough, and I'm guilty, when we're not chanting enough, even beyond the 16, even if you're not chanting, sincerely, 16 rounds. First of all, it's better than no rounds at all. But the point is, the sincerity of the rounds, reading the scriptures, reading the books, and primo, above all else, association, association, association. Now, you are not going to be guaranteed perfect association in your lifetime all the time. Everybody, everyone may not be, according to you, a perfect association. So what you try to do is you try to capture the association of one that's imbibing the scriptures, the the life of a proper devotee. You try to connect with that person. If you're having difficulty with it, pray to Krishna. If you can't find them on your own, pray to Krishna like a child crying out to his mom. And you know when a child cries out to their mom, mom's going to answer it. Even if she's on her knees, she's crawling to that baby because that baby needs me. Well, Krishna's the same way. You need proper association to get through being a devotee or whatever it is you need to get through. Krishna will arrange the circumstances and he will put that individual in front of you. It's like the old saying, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Krishna consciousness is very special. It is not easy, but it is possible to live on this material plane and feel as if you are in the spiritual world, if you do it right. That's also a matter of determination, and it's an individual thing between all of us. But, again, chanting, reading, association, these are key. Krishna does not have favorites. There is no favoritism there. You give, Krishna gives. You don't want Krishna's association, he he backs up. My child does not want my association. I give him exactly what he wants. We're in this material world because we want it to be like the Lord. He gave us, what do they call it, the blue planet. He gave us earth to act out our fantasies. And if you're at a particular age in life, 
By now you should know that no matter what you're acting out, whatever fantasy it is, it will never last. It will never give you the permanent satisfaction that you will get by knowing your true nature, your true self. You will never get it. You will never have enough money. Look at the millionaires, billionaires. You will never have enough popularity and beauty. Look at Hollywood, Bollywood, Nollywood. You don't find anyone that's 100% happy. What you can find is in the mood of a God-conscious person, someone who is experiencing a level of happiness. You cannot find it in the material world unless you come across a God-conscious individual, a devotee. So consider yourselves blessed. Consider us, I, we should all consider ourselves blessed. And as the, um, as the scripture goes on, I would love to know who this special Risi is and how he has been given so much of a boon that he can go through two days of Brahma. And then it goes on and tells you all the other things that he experiences. And it lets you know, the one thing, and now I'll end at this point, but the one thing it lets you know is that your devotion to the Lord, whatever degree it is, and the Lord knows exactly what you can do and what you can handle, and he knows when you're just fudging around and messing around. But when you're sincere, the Lord knows it and he awards it accordingly. So no matter if no one else sees what you're doing, it's okay. Krishna sees. He knows your heart. And you're in competition with no one. It's you and Krishna. But still realize in this world you can't live alone. So again, um, Mark and Dea's prayers to Nara Narisi are being described in text 8. I had no intention of saying all those things I said. I had I had it written out nicely, but it's not what I it's not what I wrote, but when I come when you come before devotees, when you come before the supreme personality of Godhead, Radha Kalachanji, when you have association of Radha Kalachanji, the Dham, the Lord their lordships. You have to surrender and let them guide whatever words you have to say. If there's been a mistake, if I've misquoted something or a calculation, forgive me. I'm not perfect. I'm in a material body. No, I'm not perfect. But darn it, I sure am trying to be a better devotee. And that is what we are supposed to be. Be the type of devotee that you want someone else to be to you. Better than that. Follow in the footsteps of your guru. Don't imitate. Follow. Because he's following in the footsteps of Srila Prabhupada. Who had to be a pure devotee? Who has? We have an amazing parampara. There is no excuse for us being inferior to that. 
So I'll end at this. I always like to read this last. I always like to read the translation just in case I've gone off track with my thoughts. Sri Sanaka said to Sutta, O Sutta, may you live a long life. O saintly one, best of speakers. And he's begging him, please continue speaking to us. Indeed, only you can show men the path out of ignorance in which they are wondering. And that strange thing about that is we don't even realize we're wondering until we hit a brick wall and it's like there's nowhere to go but there is there's so much nectar in the scriptures so i'll end at this point if anyone has any comments regarding what we've read uh please share otherwise we'll end sam He can do anything. You were 39 years old? Mm-hmm. You said what now? Tobias said Samuel is a special Lord, special devotee of Lord Krishna? Who is Tobias? Okay, all right, Sam. What's what's your point? Sam, Sam, Sam. We talked about this before, didn't we? Remember? Yeah, we did. We did. We covered that. Do you have anything to say about what we talked about today? About. just remembering Krishna, because I remember the other day one of our uh, one of our uh, uh, matajis was telling you how special it is that even though you look in the books and you see Krishna and your mind is on Krishna, the good thing is that you are thinking about Krishna. Even and I'm not comparing you to these demons, but even the demons when they're thinking about injuring Krishna and hurting Krishna, they didn't realize they were really chanting a mantra in their head, Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. And that's a positive thing. So, Sam, in your particular case, you would pray and hope that just your focus on Krishna will change some things in your life to the point where you will see beyond the things that your materialize are seeing. Okay, any other comments? Yes, Mother Kunti, can we get a mic? Because I, I've heard, well, I've, I've heard that without the mic, they don't hear you well. Uh, is, is, turned it on? Hi, Krishna. That's it. There we are. Um, well, and just in pursuance to Sam's having a problem because the mind is our best friend or our worst enemy. Mm-hmm. And what will happen is you'll see something, but it's actually, it's the, it's the false ego in the mind. Ah. So, so Ratat Vijamarish, he quoted, 
uh, Radhanath Maharaj recently. We have, we all have in our consciousness a good dog and a mm, bad dog. True. And he said to feed the good dog mm. and neglect the bad dog. And the only thing the mind can do is accept and reject. Absolutely. So if that's what's going on, just remember to encourage the good, mm. good and neglect the bad. Do you understand good that? Good point. Uh, good dog, bad good dog. Good point, Mother okay. Kunti. That is, is that a, is that a, uh, I thought it was an old, ch- well, whatever it is, it is a very famous, very famous quote. Feeding the good dog and the bad dog. Uh, or is it a Native American? I, I can't remember, but it is a very good quote. And that's true. Cause, uh, Sam, as Mother Kunti was saying, it depends on what you focus on. If you keep focusing on that negative, that's all that's going to wash over you. But when you turn it around, because when you come to the temple and you see the devotees and you, you're here chanting with them and you're looking and praying to Krishna, focus on that good. That's what you do. Okay, we're going to end at this point. Sri Mag Bhagavatam Ki Jai. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Go Pramananda. Bye, Pichai. Pichai. Nice, nice,